Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Hey, with under 30 days until we kick off the 2022 NFL Draft in Las Vegas, it is our pleasure to welcome you to another edition here of Move the Sticks. Welcome, everybody. Rhett Lewis here with our former NFL scouts, lead draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, ready to rock and roll here, guys. This is our time, and you have all found the right spot for the best draft conversations around. We're also kicking off Path to the Draft uh, next week. So much going on right now, um, but... That's just kind of what happens in the league, clearly, over the course of the last few weeks. There has never been a dull moment, guys. Uh, Shall we kick off with the latest big piece of big news? Here we go. It's our big three, and we start with the latest and greatest, which comes from Tampa. Bruce Arians retiring effective immediately from coaching, moving now into a front office role with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Todd Bowles is now the new head coach, the defensive coordinator promoted to head coach, not on an interim basis. He is the head coach now of the Bucks. Five-year deal on the way. So many moving pieces all as Tom Brady made his return to the Bucks uh, after a brief retirement. Guys, um, this has, Bucky, added a little fuel to the fire that there was maybe a rift between Arians and Brady, but... Now, while Arians did say that he's had conflict with just about every player he's coached because he's cussed them all out, including Brady, um, this the way everybody's talking about it does not feel like this was some sort of power move. Do you get that sense too, Buck? No, I, I feel like this is Bruce Arians taking care of his guys. I think everyone has to understand the bond between Bruce Arians and his coaches, some of his coaches that played for him at Temple, it really, really tight. You think about Todd McNair, Todd Bowles, um, you have – uh, Rock, Kevin Ross, and Bryce Armstrong, Kevin Armstrong, who's also there. Like all those guys are really, really tight. And so he would not necessarily subject himself to like being pushed out because he knows his guys also have to pick up the pieces. I think this is a move where he wanted to make sure that he left Todd Bowles in the best situation to be able to win and have a tremendous amount of success something that he wasn't left in when he took over in New York with the Jets. Yeah, Buck, I, I agree with you. I don't think this was some type of a power play, but I know one thing, if you're a fan of the Buccaneers or you follow this team and you were given the choice of the head coach coming back or the quarterback coming back, <laughs> I think you'd be happy to know that Tom Brady's still going to be on the field and the offense is still going to be in good hands with Byron Leftwich. And their relationship between Brady and Leftwich is going to be key going forward. Everything I've heard, that that's in a great place. So I think this is set up really to be one of the more seamless transitions, you know, from a coaching standpoint that, that I can ever remember. Exactly. There's still continuity there, right? I mean, like, you are still you still have the offensive brain trust with Leftwich and Christensen and Tom Brady all kind of getting this thing done. You still got Bruce in the building, right? He's going to be out there at practice, says he won't be on the sidelines on game day. That would be too many penalties waiting to happen there. So, uh, but that's that's good. I mean, like, again, this feels like this was something that everybody kind of felt good about, right? And if, if they didn't, I don't think Bruce would still be there showing up in Tampa, you know, and, and to be in the draft room, as he said, he's going to be with uh, GM Jason Light uh, as they go through this thing, starting at number 27 overall in the first round. So um, I, I'm, I'm happy for Todd Bowles getting another shot to be a head coach in a much better situation this time around. Okay, let's continue a little bit of a quarterback conversation there as we were talking about Brady. Things a bit more complex now with the Baltimore Ravens and their pursuit of a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. Lamar's kind of feeling like there's some negative vibes out there and that people maybe think he's trying to force his way out of Baltimore by not agreeing to an extension by now. That, as he clearly says here, is not the case. I haven't necessarily heard that narrative, but I tell you what, the $230 million that Deshaun Watson got from the Cleveland Browns has surely made these negotiations a bit more complicated because, look, if I'm Lamar Jackson, that's the starting point here moving forward, right? That's the baseline, and by waiting certainly feels like the price has gone up for Lamar. And while he is not forcing his way out of Baltimore here, DJ, and while the Ravens are confident that they're going to get a deal done, teams have been confident that their quarterback was going to stay in the fold before, like a couple of weeks ago, maybe in Seattle. Um, But clearly that didn't happen. Do you get the sense that what we've seen in the quarterback market and on this quarterback carousel this offseason is kind of likening the NFL to the NBA in a way where we see some of these super teams? Yeah, I definitely think there's a power shift there. And I think some of it has to do with this new age general manager that we have, which 
takes an appropriate response that I agree with, which is if you don't want to be here, I don't know that I necessarily want you to be here. I don't know if that's good for either one of us. So uh, the players do have a little more power in that regard. I do think we're headed towards a, a stare down, whether it's with Lamar Jackson or the next quarterback contract to come through. Because every agent you're going to talk to right now and has a high-profile quarterback, they are going to look at that Watson deal with all that guaranteed money, the entire thing, and say, that's okay, that's where we are now. It's a new precedent going forward. The dam has broke. But I promise you, all of these teams, and I would put the Ravens in this category, are collecting sticks and trying to put that dam back together and say, that was a one-off. This is not what the future is going to be. That was the Cleveland Browns move. That does not necessarily tell us what we're going to be doing with our contracts going forward. Yeah, look, I think it's interesting because the Deshaun Watson deal certainly kind of takes us to a new frontier when it comes to quarterback contracts. And I think for Lamar Jackson, I think – Lamar Jackson has been kind of open in terms of being uh, his long-term desires to be a billionaire and to be a champion. And so when we think about the track to being a billionaire, it is maximizing your leverage when you have that opportunity. And so he might be looking at Deshaun Watson's contract and looking at the guaranteed money. He might be uh, checking his list of accomplishments, which includes an MVP and a playoff win versus those of Deshaun Watson and saying that is the starting point. And even if I have to play on these franchise tags with the risk of injury, I just saw Dak Prescott play on franchise tag and get all the money. So maybe the fear factor that some guys may have going into a franchise tag situation, Lamar Jackson may not have that he, because he feels like for the quarterback, all bets are off. The quarterback gets his money regardless of whether injury is involved. Yeah, it doesn't look like Lamar's in any hurry to get this thing done. And I think from the, the team standpoint, the Ravens standpoint, I might be okay with it, too. Let's go ahead and kind of slow play this thing. Let's see. Can he continue to stay healthy? Can he maintain his level of play? And then at that point in time, you, you get a little more evidence of that, staying healthy, no no uh, erosion of his skills. Then you feel really comfortable writing that check. So this might be best for both of them, just kind of slow play this process. By the way, when you look at the the AFC North and the quarterbacks that are going to be coming up, and you're the Cleveland Browns, don't you wonder like if if they had just like the, the slightest inkling that yes, this is a ton of guaranteed money that we got to shell out, by the way, for a really good quarterback. But you know what we're also doing? We're sticking it to the Ravens as they try to make a deal with Lamar Jackson at some point. And we're eventually sticking it to the Bengals with the deal that Joe Burrow is going to command there because that, that number is only going to go higher, or at least that's what the players are going to want. So it's kind of like a little bit of a bittersweet thing. Yeah, it's a, that's a big check to cut, but also, uh, you know what? These guys are going to cut a bigger one in our division. All right, let's keep the ball rolling here, guys. As I mentioned at the top, it is we are getting into draft month. And as such, our show is back. The Path to the Draft, the best draft preview show uh, in the business, is coming back for you weeknights, 6 p.m. Eastern time, here on NFL Network with the season premiere this Monday, April 4th, all right here on NFL Network. Guys, can't wait to be back with you, with our colleague Charles Davis, with our great production staff, and getting all of the storylines, all of the prospect profiles, all of the conversations out there for everybody to see. So let's give everybody a little primer right here on Move the Sticks. Let's start with the fact that this is like one of the most intriguing drafts we've ever had because the quarterbacks just aren't slotted in there at the top like we've expected the last couple of years, like last year with Trevor Lawrence and the Jags at one. We don't know where they're going. We don't know who's going where, and we don't know which one's going first. DJ, I mean, like, this is going to be really fun. 
Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at kind of the storylines as we're within the month now here of, of heading to Vegas and going to the draft, the one that jumps out to me is start right at the top. The Jags, we, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the first pick. We have no idea who they're going to take. And, and I'm not talking about, well, it's this guy or that guy. It could be any one of four players. Trayvon Walker's name has entered into the mix there. We know about Aiden Hutchinson, who's kind of long been the favorite to be that selection. Both those guys fit. But the other day, Doug Peterson said, hey, don't rule out a tackle. So then you start talking about Evan Neal still being in the mix. Ike Aquanu from North Carolina State still being in the mix. I mean, this is just pick number one with four different options, and we have no clue where the Jags are leaning, which is going to make it a fun, fun show. Oh, and by the way, this draft could be historic, guys. Think of the teams right now that have multiple draft picks. There are seven teams with multiple draft picks in the first round, including the Eagles, who have three, uh, by the way. And if all of those teams, all those seven, make multiple picks, that would be the most we've ever seen in the first round uh, in terms of teams making more than one selection in the first round, which also means we have eight teams without a first-round draft pick, which would also be the most. Think of the balance of power that could be shifted in this first round of the draft on night one in Las Vegas on the Strip, April 28th. And uh, DJ, you know, in the opposite of the the whole Les Snead um, logo <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. motto, the, these GMs might be like, yeah, we love those picks uh, in the first round. You know what I mean? That might be the next T-shirt. That might be the next T-shirt <laughs> like two, three years from now. I get that figured out. What do you got, Bucky? No, so I think um, in, in thinking about the multiple picks and all that other stuff, I think the conversation is about the quarterbacks yeah. or maybe the lack thereof based on perception. When you go and you look at the top quarterbacks, particularly in the AFC with all those young stars, I think now what evaluators are doing is they're comparing the 2022 class with the stars of today and looking to see if those guys have tools that can eventually match up with the guys that you have to face. Because those guys are near the gatekeepers, the Joe Burrows, the Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomes, and others. You have to be willing to have a quarterback or you have to have a quarterback on your roster that can go in a shootout against those guys and hold their own. Because of that, I think people are being a little tougher with their number two pencils. They're not issuing out those A grades like they did in the past just because the player has an opportunity to play quarterback. I feel like a broken record here, but I'll say it again, and I'll probably say it again on PATH on Monday and maybe every Monday until we get to the draft. Just to remind folks, yes, the strength of the quarterback class is not like it was a year ago. We get it. We're not going to see five in the first round, five in the first 15 picks. We might not see five in the first 35 picks. But guys, the intrigue surrounding the quarterbacks this year, man, it makes it all the more interesting to me here because we don't know where they're going to go. We don't know who the first is going to be. And uh, that part of it makes it uh, makes it kind of the real wild card of this whole first round. So excited to see it. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) (laughs) What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A.com. You'll see us talking about the body chop here, and we're going to start with the NFC West and the Seattle Seahawks here, guys. And Seahawks picking in the top 10, something I feel like we have not seen in quite some time as a result of that Russell Wilson trade. Seahawks there at number nine, Bucky. How do we rebuild this engine up there in the the Pacific Northwest? Well, I mean, it's going to be a tough rebuild, but Pete Carroll and John Snyder certainly have a blueprint. They did it before. Uh, the early 2010s, they were able to build up the team, and then they found a quarterback. I think it's similar this time. I think they got to find a quarterback first, though. And so right now they have Drew Locke, and Drew Locke was traded over, and maybe they feel like they can repair and rebuild his career. But I think in the draft, there's a guy, Malik Willis, that would be perfect for the way that Pete Carroll wants to play. Because you have to remember, in his heart of hearts, Pete Carroll wants to run the football, he wants to play great defense, and then he wants the quarterback to just be an occasional playmaker. When we think about Malik Willis and the tools that he brings to the table, outstanding arm talent, great athleticism, but maybe not quite ready to play right away at a high level in terms of running and managing all of the things that you have to do with the passing game, well, maybe he's just athletic enough to be a complement to the running game. They're able to get their running game up and going, and they play keep away because their offense 
shrinks the game and then they're able to play better defense because they're on the field, not as much as they were in the past. Well, they did a good job of getting some resources with the Russell Wilson trade, and they need them. They have a lot of roster holes to fill here. You mentioned the quarterback position. We could talk about corner, but I'll go to left tackle. And, and maybe there's a chance there at number nine. We've seen it before. A tackle could slide down a little bit. Evan Neal would be a, a godsend for them. If somehow he were to make it to the ninth overall pick, you could plug him in right away as your left tackle and not worry about that position for a very long time. They've been fortunate. You go back to the Walter Jones era to have that long run. Maybe they have another long run here with Evan Neal. Yeah, maybe maybe try to rebuild that secondary too a little bit, uh, especially out there at the cornerback position. Maybe that's a spot where they could go at nine or even at 40 when they get on the board uh, in the second round. Let's move forward here in the NFC West, and let's get into the Arizona Cardinals did finally get into the postseason, did not last long, though. And uh, let's chat here a little bit um, as we look at what the Cardinals are doing, Bucky, because, yeah, I mean, they've got some they've got some good core pieces there. How do we make them even better to get over the hump? Well, I mean, they do have nice pieces, but this has to be all about the quarterback. It has to be about getting Callum Murray to take his game to another level. When I look out at their wide receiver core, I have some questions. Despite having DeAndre Hopkins, who is still one of the best receivers in the game, they lose Christian Kirk. A.J. Green is on the backside of his career. And you added Rondell Moore, but he needs a bigger role. So it might be time for them to go in the draft. And maybe in the second round, maybe they find a receiver, David Bell from Purdue, whoa, 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 who gives whoa, whoa. them whoa, some whoa, of that whoa. playmaking it's ability. Way too much Purdue whoa. talk, okay, in one segment here with Rondell I mean, Moore and David I mean, Bell. I mean, boiler up. Let's uh, boil her up. I want a tough, hard-nosed, rugged guy who's grizzled on the perimeter, who has a ton of production throughout his time. Look, I know he didn't run fast, but I think he might be the perfect receiver to run in this air raid offense. Yeah, I, I like that call there, Buck. I, I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball, though. You think about Chandler Jones leaving. They have some age on that defensive line. Where they're picking in the first round, Arnold Abacady from Penn State is one of my favorite players just because that kind of combination he has of the speed and the power coming off the edge – he tested really well. He's got that length that you love. I think he's got a chance to be a plug-and-play guy, put him right into that front. And the tenacity with which he plays, it really kind of reminds me of, of Glenn Big Dog Robinson. You know, oh, my God. Great. Uh, that's kind oh. of how I see him. You know, it's a Big basketball dog. football you know, comp, but that's that's where I see him there. Anybody else, Rhett? John Wooden, you want to go uh, anywhere else on the <laughs> Purdue list? Nope. Nope. I think that's that's it. Although I will say, uh, Bucky, uh, to your point, uh, really kind of digging in on Cardinals history here. This is a franchise that has not been afraid to draft wide receivers that did not necessarily light up the turf in their 40 yard times going back to Anquan Bolden. Right. All right. Uh, this is a scenario where last year at this time, you'd be looking at all quarterback names as you look at the first three picks of DJ and Bucky's mock drafts. This year, it is all edge rushers. And even the names are the same for these guys. We're all in agreement here at what we're going to see with edge rushers coming off with the first three picks. So, DJ, looking at how you guys have it now up at the very top in those first three picks with the edge rushers, are they essentially filling the void that we would normally have quarterbacks occupy in that in that sense? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, when you don't have quarterbacks taking up those spots, somebody's got to fill them. And it just so happens this is one of the deeper edge rush groups we've seen in quite some time. This is a really solid group. So when you look at positional value – you start with quarterback number one. Everybody knows that. I, I would say if you pulled all 32 teams, the next most important position would be somebody that can get to the quarterback. And so you have the, the kind of marrying up with the second most valuable position with a really deep group. That's why we could see four go in the top seven or eight picks. 
you know, when you think about this, uh, the way the league is always trending, it's about passing. It's about the passing game. And so we can talk about passers and pass rushers, and then it comes down to pass protectors and playmakers. But the pass rushers have always been the thing that you wanted because you got to be able to impact the quarterback and you got to be able to knock him down. And in this draft, when we see so many athletic freaks coming off the edge, it gives you an opportunity to really get after it is one of the things that you have to have to be able to be a dominant defense. Edges will come off the board early and often in this year's draft. Let's move off of the top of the draft here into that middle section where the Los Angeles Chargers have absolutely nailed it the last couple of times that they've been picking kind of in that uh, middle teens area. I mean, look, Rashawn Slater, uh, one of the best picks of the entire draft last year at 13th overall to tackle out of Northwestern. Derwin James, one of the best defensive players in all of football, 17th overall back in 2018. And that's where we find the Chargers again this year at 17 and you know thinking about where we have the Chargers picking right now and the names that we're seeing there are a lot of offensive tackles DJ you got him taking Trevor Penning certainly makes sense as we try to build around Justin Herbert but is there something we're missing is there a position or a player that might be lurking out there that could also help the Chargers outside of the O-line room well, first of all, let's give Tom Telesco some credit. When you look at what he's done in the first round, you could stack that up against any GM over the last 15 no years. No question. It's incredible. Uh, but you look at the tackle position, that's like that screaming need, right? And it jumps out to you. I had Penning going there. But when you, you start looking and doing a little more homework and digging deeper, you see a guy like Matt Filer who starts at left guard but has played right tackle some with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he could kick out there. You wouldn't necessarily have to take a tackle. Now let's have some fun. Let's go get Jamison Williams, somebody like that, who can really add a, a different element to this offense. You've got a quarterback in Justin Herbert that can literally throw the ball over the moon. So get somebody that can really stretch the field. You've got Mike Williams, who you just paid. You've got Keenan Allen. The Chiefs losing Tyree Kill. You've got Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. There's so much movement at the receiver position, but that would be a fun one to watch as someone who calls those games. Yeah, I'll sign up for that uh, as well. Let's get to the Pittsburgh Steelers because they have maybe one of the most intriguing draft scenarios here, picking uh, at number 20 overall here. And let's go back and look at where they, what they've done in the middle of the draft in recent years. Ryan Chazier was obviously a great pick before his uh, unfortunate injury. Marquise Pouncey was, you know, uh, a uh, perennial pro bowler, Ben Roethlisberger, clearly. Um, so, and seeing what the Steelers are now, I could certainly see them going quarterback at 20th overall, right? They were at all the pro days. We know that is a need despite signing Mitchell Trubisky here, Bucky. And I know you've got him taking Jahan Dotson at 20, but is that putting cart before the horse again, kind of like they did last year with Najee Harris? No, I mean, look, I, th I think it's one of those situations where they have to continue to build up the team. And if they believe that Mitchell Trubisky is a legitimate option at quarterback, why not get him a wide receiver? Because in my estimation, I still believe they need a number one receiver. Yes, Deontay Johnson uh, earned Pro Bowl accolades and emerged as their number one, but I think they want better. Someone that is more consistent on the perimeter, this is a game changer on the outside because Dawson can do everything. Short, intermediate, deep, he's a threat at all three levels, and he's a reliable weapon that I think they can build a passing game around. No disrespect to Clay Chase Claypool and Johnson, who've done solid jobs for them. I think Dotson gives them a chance to have a solid start on the perimeter. I like that, too. I uh, love Jahan Dotson, the way he's played there at Penn State. Uh, guys, let's also look into the Chiefs and the Packers as two of the seven teams with multiple 
uh, picks in the first round here and look at where you guys haven't mocked. Uh, DJ, I love you uh, paying uh, tribute to the 20th anniversary <laughs> of the last time the Packers took a wide receiver in the first round, which was back in 02. Switch it up. Javon Let's Walker. go. Change it up. Double them up. Maybe Chris Olave and Jahan Dotson. Bucky, a little bit more sensible there. Still going wide out, but also going tackle. <laughs> uh, and then looking at the Chiefs here after they acquired that second first round draft pick by sending Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Edge and wide out for DJ, uh, wide out and DB uh, for Bucky. So um, let's start here with the Green Bay Packers. And uh, DJ, I mean, make the case here with the Packers at 22 and 28 to fill the void left by Devontae Adams, continue to build around these last couple of years that they're going to have with Aaron Rodgers. Well, we sat on these shows last year, and I talked about and joked about the fact that the Giants under David Gilman don't trade back. He doesn't do it. He's never done it. We did the whole NASCAR joke. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers, I hear the same thing. They can't take wide receivers. They haven't done it. You mentioned it 20 years. Let's switch it up. Let's do it. Let's go for it here. Devontae Adams, all that production going out the door. Why not try and, instead of trying to replace him with one guy, get two. You've got two picks right there. Let's go out there and let's be an aerial attack with your two-time reigning MVP here. Uh, back-to-back MVPs with Aaron Rodgers. I just think it would be fun. I think it makes a lot of sense. Be dynamic. The NFC is so watered down. Just go Just go run up the score on everybody. Uh, look, I, I, would like, I would like for them to do that. That would be uh, something that everyone around Packer land would like to see. They would like to see them be aggressive with wide receivers. They just typically don't do it. Um, I think the one thing that I would be intrigued by, if they moved up, into the top 10 and really got a legitimate dude, like an and weapon. Uh, a guy like a Garrett Wilson that could be available, that could give them like their true number one. So they think about building this thing all over again. Devontae Adams was a terrific player. He's been a fine, but when you look at Aaron Rodgers' number, he has been pretty good without Devontae Adams on the perimeter. Go and get a young guy that you can groom and develop to be your number one receiver for a long time. All right, let's get into the Kansas City Chiefs here. Also have those multiple first round draft picks and man, uh, what a couple of weeks it's been from Sky Moore. He's gone from an in-the-sticks player to inside DJ's top 50 to now inside Bucky Brooks's first-round mock draft. They're at number 29 uh, overall, uh, 29 and 30, rather, here for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, as we're looking at what they've done. What do you think here uh, for the Chiefs? Get, lay out the reasoning on how they can really make the most out of those first two picks. Go ahead, Bucky. Yeah, then when you think about this, the Kansas City Chiefs, I would say here's what they need to do. This is a team that – wants to play a little differently without Tyreek Hill. It'll be a little more diverse, a little more balanced. The distribution would go to a bunch of different playmakers. We saw MVS come over, Juju Smith-Schuster. So they're good in that regard. I think this is about building up the defense. They need to continue to add pieces on their defense. Another nickel corner like we've talked about, we've seen in those mock drafts. Someone else off the edge that can help them. This team is going to be there because the quarterback is there and Andy Reid is a chef. He can take all the ingredients and he can whip up a masterpiece. I would expect that offense to be solid. So I'm going to focus my efforts on really building up the defense. Yeah, I'm curious to see kind of what direction that they go because Andy Reid's always been a little bit ahead of the curve. Once everybody starts to catch up, which I thought just a little bit last year, they started to catch up. He's going to morph and he's going to change. He's going to get ahead. So maybe that's with them getting a little bit bigger, uh, being a little bit more physical to be able to finish out some games and put teams away. I'm really fascinated to see what they do. And I would not be surprised if one of these picks, they're trading out, getting out of there and collecting more. I like that thought process, too. Maybe if they're really trying to get a receiver instead of sticking and picking at 29, maybe they use some of their draft capital down the road, move up a little bit and get the guy you know that they really want instead of waiting and seeing how it all shakes out there. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. 
T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> hey, guys. Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Let's make some trades, shall we? And let's set the table by looking back at the trades we saw in the first round last year. Of course, uh, the Giants and Bears, maybe the most notable because the Bears went up to get their quarterback, Justin Fields. Cowboys essentially got the, uh, they traded back and still ended up getting the defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. That certainly worked out. Elijah Vera Tucker going to the Jets at 14 after trading with the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Let's cook up some trades here, Bucky. You got one for us to kick things off here? 
Yeah, look, we uh, I kind of hinted at it uh, the previous segment when I talked about the Green Bay Packers moving up into the top 10, but I think they need to make this happen. And the reason why I'm saying the Green Bay Packers need to trade up with the Seattle Seahawks, a friendly partner, John Snyder, Brian Gutekus, like they're all connected. We were all kind of together making it happen. I think this move will give the Green Bay Packers an opportunity to get a blue chip receiver at the top of the board. And when you think about the guys that could be there for them, Garrett Wilson, to me, is the one. Matt LaFleur is on record saying they need a legitimate wide receiver with speed. Well, when I think about this draft class, the speed and playmaking ability that Garrett Wilson offers as a standout Buckeye, this is a guy that not only puts the ball in the paint, but he can run the entire route tree and he can do it in explosive fashion. If I am the Packers, I am saying we got to go up and get a guy like that to help Aaron Rodgers in the twilight of his career. Trading up for Garrett Wilson, to me, makes a ton of sense for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and guys, I just I keep thinking about the quarterbacks and the way we've seen the quarterback movement in the teams that have been desperate to go and get one, which feels like the Indianapolis Colts, like almost the last six years as they've trotted out new week one starters uh, each and every year. And maybe this is the year where they look at this without a first round pick and being like, man, be great to get into the first round and to get a fifth year of control on a young quarterback, knowing we have Matt Ryan. I don't have a ton of draft capital, right? After you know they had to give their th- one of their third rounders up for Matt Ryan. But what if they were able to package the 42nd overall pick and the 73rd overall pick, and move into that last spot of the first round with the Detroit Lions at number 32? If the guy that they really like is there. Maybe that's Sam Howell. I think that could be a real interesting way for the Colts uh, to kind of allow him to sit there, see how a true pro in Matt Ryan gets it done, get the best out of Matt Ryan in these last years of his career, and then still with some time on his contract on a manageable deal, go get a playmaker like Sam Howell, who's got some athleticism as we saw him run the football this year. I mean, guys right up there with Malik Willis in terms of forced missed tackles with the, uh, with the ball in his hands on the ground. And then clearly he's got an arm to get it done too. So, I think that could be one of those intriguing trades. Maybe it doesn't happen, but uh, we're having some fun here, aren't we, DJ? Yeah, we're having fun, and it's not going to happen, and I'm going to tell you why it's not going to happen, because (laughs) Detroit's not going to own the 32nd pick, because Detroit is going to take that 32nd pick, they're going to take a third rounder, and they're going to take a fifth rounder. The points match up. They're going to go up to 19. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to be, they're going to be in a hurry to get rid of one of these three first round picks and drop back. They're going to go up and take Malik Willis. So they're going to get up right in front of the Pittsburgh Steelers who pick at 20. They end up, let's say you're a Lions fan. You get Aiden Hutchinson with the second pick. You come back and make this move to get Malik Willis. And oh, by the way, you still have pick 34 at the top of the second round. If you want to move back from that slot, you'll have an opportunity to do so. You've got somebody you can dream on with Malik Willis with that huge upside. Jared Goff, with his presence, you're not going to have to rush him onto the field. I think it'd be a perfect setup. For yeah. the Detroit Lions. I, this is uh, this is awkward because I don't think this has ever happened in a draft before. Uh, DJ just turned into a card for a player that's already been drafted. As you saw, Bucky Brooks giving Malik Willis to the Seattle Seahawks at number nine. I don't nope, know what the commissioner nope. does at this point. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, Lions, that guy's not available anymore. All right, uh, let's move on to the San Francisco 49ers here, shall we? Let's drive that 49ers van right there into the shop and Bucky. Where are we going here for Kyle Shanahan's crew so that they don't fall short to the Rams in the postseason next year? 
Well, it's all about the quarterback, and the quarterback has to be Trey Lance. Uh, how can we get Trey Lance to play at a high level when he is a first-time starter? And so it has taken this entire offseason. The OTA is making sure that he's up and ready, rebuilding and tweaking the offense to make sure you can incorporate his skills as a runner into the mix. And then it's putting pressure on Trey Lance to take over ownership of the team, not only with his performance between the lines, but can he be the leader that Jimmy Garoppolo is, and can he get those guys? to kind of follow him like they follow Jimmy G as the Pied Piper in that locker room. Yeah, you know, I look at that defense in some areas they could look at there. They don't pick till 61, I believe, is their first selection. D'Angelo Malone uh, from Western Kentucky. Again, I just keep throwing out all these edge rushers because there's a million of them. He's only 243 pounds. He plays much bigger than that. You can watch the Indiana game, Rhett, close your eyes. Oh, my God. Um, just dominant as we see it on cue right here with a sack <laughs> against the Hoosiers. He was hell on wheels in that game. Just needs to get his pads a little bit lower, but there's a lot to work with, a lot of juice, a lot of burst, which they love there in San Francisco. I love getting a few new names out there as we've been talking about kind of the same edge rushers uh, for the last few weeks. That's the kind of stuff you get right here on Move the Sticks, and you'll hear it as well on Path to the Draft starting next week here on NFL Network. Also excited uh, to chat a little bit about uh, April Fool's Day coming up because you're kind of a prankster. Oh, gosh. You're kind of a jokester. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not an April Fool's guy, okay? I, I like, I'll, I'll pull pranks and, and mess with people, but April is just, April Fool's is kind of obvious. It's yeah, a, I mean, it's, it's April Fool's Day every day with you. I mean, it's yeah. like uh, you give me a compliment, I'm just like, waiting for the other shoe to drop here at some point. Um, okay, let, let's do this, though. A little feeling or fooling. All right, so play okay. along here with me for a minute. I'm going to give you a couple of topics. Um, let's start with the quarterbacks, because as we mentioned, really intriguing here where they're all going to go and how many we're going to get. So that's the subject here of this first feeling or fooling. More than two quarterbacks are going to be drafted in the first round. Feeling fooling. I'm gonna I'm gonna say fooling on that one. I think we get two. I I really do. I think we get two quarterbacks that go. I feel very confident Malik Willis will be one of them uh, based off the upside. I think Kenny Pickett uh, will be the other one, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had another flavor that they like. Whether that's Desmond Ritter, whether that's Sam Howell, um, could be Matt Corral, but. I just look at the teams, and so many of them are set. I'm going to say two, so I'm going to say yeah, fooling on that. Yeah, that's really interesting, too, because I, I feel like the number is more, like, is it going to be three or is it going to be four? Because if three go before the 32nd pick, I just feel like that's a great spot for somebody to get a quarterback on a fifth-year deal there, and whether it's the Lions themselves at 32 or whether it's, you know, another team, as we mentioned earlier, kind of getting into that spot. Um, and, and trying to get that fifth year on one of these quarterbacks who may not be as ready to play as maybe we've seen in recent years. So I feel like if we get three before 32, we might get four. If there's just two before 32, then it'll be three. So that's kind of what I'm feeling at this point. But um, as you know, opinions are subject to change as we get closer to the draft. Let's uh, have another conversation here because your last mock draft was hot and heavy on wide receivers. Not five. <laughs> Not six, but seven wide receivers in the first round with Christian Watson entering the fray from North Dakota State, which I find to be uh, absolutely intriguing. So using that as a baseline here, knowing how we feel about the depth of the edge rusher class, more edge rushers than wide receivers taken in the first round. Mm. Feeling or fooling? Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, man, I think I'm going to say fooling because I think as much as I love this edge yeah. rusher class, 
there's so many wideouts, and I, I think we could see, especially some of those teams towards the back end of the first round, I think you could see a lot of these wideouts come off the board. Now, you, you got to remember, too, with these wideouts, it's come up to me in several conversations around the league. People have noticed what these wideouts are making on the open market. It's extremely expensive. You're talking about $20 million plus. You're looking at what it costs to acquire a veteran receiver. And teams are saying, well, hold on. Let's just take one in the first round. I have cost control for five years. We love the player, and we don't have to pay that price. Yeah, I think that's really that's really interesting here for sure, seeing all the money that's being thrown around with the Tyree Kill deal and the Devontae Adams deal and the trades and the compensation that was sent around to get these high-profile wide receivers. Why not get one you know, in the first round yeah. and take five years with him? Uh, that's certainly a, a realistic way to look at this thing and a nice uh, strategy perhaps for some of these teams. All right, let's move on to some teams outside or some players outside of that first round and maybe outside of that day two conversation, too. Let's go in the sticks here, DJ. Love digging in on some players that we haven't really talked a lot about yet. Who's one of those players that fits the bill as a guy that's a little bit further down the list? I'm going to go Ivy League and I'm going to go EJ Perry, the quarterback from Brown, who's you know, when you're looking for comparisons, I, he, I reminded me a little bit of Colt McCoy. Similar size, an outstanding athlete. They move the pocket with him. They'll let him run, a lot of zone read stuff. Um, to me, he's kind of like that perfect backup quarterback. Think about somebody with that education. Obviously, you know he's intelligent. He can run around. He can make some plays. If i got to start him and play him for a couple weeks, he can go in there and give me a, a fighting chance. So that, to me, puts him in that fifth-round, sixth-round discussion. I think it's a, he's a fun player to study. No question, and we really enjoyed having him at the East-West Shrine game, which you saw right here on NFL Network earlier in February. This guy came on in the second half with a huge deficit for his team and nearly made up a 20-point deficit to win that game. He threw for 250-plus yards with three touchdowns in the second half. That is a stat line you do not see in an all-star game format just based on the limited playing time. I think it might have been one of the greatest performances by a quarterback in all-star game history. That's unofficial, of course. Hey, ho- hold on, hold on. Ver- Vernon Adams wants a word. Uh, Vernon Adams true. wants a word from Oregon. <laughs> yeah, back there in Oregon. Yeah, you're right. No question. Uh, I'm going to give you one more in the sticks guy because there was way yeah. too much Purdue conversation in this show. Micah McFadden, the linebacker out of Indiana, oh, was banged go. up during Shocker. this process, but is one of the best Shocker. interior blitzers from the second line, uh, second level of defenses that uh, we saw in the Big Ten Conference this year. It's going to make somebody happy. And we're happy you joined Good us. Good luck to Bucky's Tar Heels, by the way. Thanks so much for being with us. Again, we'll see you on Path of the Draft on Monday. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you gotta get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, 
a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.